Look, all I wanna do is make the city project. Yeah. Wishing all the OGs could see me, nah, nah, yeah. And when you feel something you can't see, but you know it's meant to be, you gon' realize that this is bigger than me, yeah. Another episode of Mad Mondays. My name is Marilyn Chanel, and I am your hostess and also the founder of Minorities Who Are Astonishingly Driven Sciences, aka Mad Sciences. And Mad Sciences is a nonprofit organization that aims to serve underrepresented minorities in STEM to help those who have had to take the non-conventional route in STEM and those who have faced some struggles if they have pursued a career in STEM. And so Today, we will be talking about our deepest, deepest fear. So, y'all, one of my favorite poems is Our Deepest Fear. I love this poem. I don't know how many times I've read this thing. (laughs) But this is one of my favorite poems because of the lesson that we can get from it. And so, I know many of you may know this poem. Many of you have already read it. And if you've watched the movie Coach Carter, you may remember that scene where... The guys are in the classroom, and then they stood up and started saying this poem. But, yeah, I think this will be a very, one of my favorite episodes. I know I may say that all the time. Y'all, this is my favorite episode. But this is one of my favorite episodes because we're talking about one of my favorite poems, Our Deepest Fear. And Our Deepest Fear is by Marianne Williamson. And it's really an inspiration because... It's talking about that it's not the person we are that scares us, but it's the person that we aren't yet. It's the person that we could be that scares us. And so I just got a little question for you. I know we've just entered October, so it's, we are in spooky season. Spooky season is upon us. So I just have a little question. What's more scary? Remaining who you are? Or not going after the more evolved version of yourself. Hmm. So what's more scary? What's more spooky to you? When I was asked this question, the latter was more scary to me. Because if I remain who I am, eh, you know, that may be a little scary. But the scariest part was not going after the more evolved version of myself because I would always question, dang, what could be? What would happen if I just were to take a shot at this? And honestly, sometimes taking a shot at the things that we aren't used to and going after our dream, our goal, it could be scary. But will it kill you? 99.9 times out of 10, it won't kill you. So just think about the great things that could come about. And of course, you're going to encounter some unfortunate events, but you'll also encounter some unfortunate events if you remain the same. So just pick one. (laughs) And I will honestly always want you to go more so on the side that is going to help you evolve and become a better version of yourself. And that is what leads us into our deepest fear. So let me... (coughs) Let me put on my poetic voice and really embody this poem 
And then we're going to break down this poem line by line. And we're going to talk about some points that I've drawn from this poem of how it can really help us as we are pursuing our career in STEM. And of course... You may not have to be somebody pursuing a career in STEM. It can help you in anything, even even in life in general. But so, let's go ahead and read our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. All right, (laughs) y'all. So how did I do? How did I do? I want y'all to get in front of the mirror and I want y'all to read this poem to yourself. Really get poetic with it. Really start diving deep into the words and just start start feeling it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive in into breaking this down. Breaking this down line by line. So I want to start with, of course, from the top. Let's take it from the top. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Hmm. It's crazy. It's so crazy that we fear the more evolved version of us. The person that we could be more than the fear that we have of the person that we are now. Don't you find that to be crazy that, honestly, it's not really crazy. It's just common for a lot of us. And I know for me as well, it's always more scary imagining who could I be if I were to experience greatness and if I were to become more powerful than a person I am now. But why is this? Why do we fear being better or being bigger than we are now? And I came up with the conclusion is that we, we know what comfort looks like. Don't we all? We all, you know what staying in the same city looks like. You know what having the same job looks like, going into the same place, working the same amount of hours. You know what having the same major looks like. You know what making the same amount of money every two weeks or every week looks like. You know what having the same routine looks like, waking up at the same time, eating the same food, going to this place, going to sleep at the same time. You know what eating, you, you, know, you know what, you get the point. You get the point. We all know what comfort looks like because you experience it every single day. But then 
let there be an opportunity come to change it up, to switch it up. And then that's when you start to reach a little bit of turbulence. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I wasn't experiencing this or I don't know what that's going to look like. It's scary because you don't know what comes out of it. And it's really is scary to imagine what life would look like if you went for greater. Because, like I said, you know what? You know what the same looks like. But we never know what's on the other side. And the other side is honestly the most daunting and the most scary thing that we could even imagine. And it really is scary. But on the other side, there is a new opportunity to, tr- to, to really trot into the unknown. To really walk into the thing that could be scary, but can also be life-changing. And I have a question for you. Have you taken a leap lately that has caused you to feel more fear of being powerful than the comfort of being inadequate? And I know for me, that has definitely been something that I've dealt with lately because I know I've talked about still being a senior in college and having to stay another year. And so I've taken on a job. And it's, it's kind of, I, I don't even want to call it crazy, but I just want to say a blessing of having this new this job that I have. And... It came with a higher position, and it came with a position that I wasn't truly used to. And, of course, making a little bit more money than I was used to. And so that was really scary. And so I had to take a leap into that, and it, and it caused me to feel a little bit more fear of being the powerful person that I would be or stepping into the unknown of that role I felt more fear of that than I did of the comfort of staying where I was. And that leads us into our next point. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Sometimes our light is more scary because... Honestly, there's a lot of reasons why we get scared of the light. It's because... When you are in the limelight or you become a little bit more or you become grow to have a little bit more power, more eyes are on you. Nobody's checking for you when you're just starting out, but let fame come upon you. And now everybody's starting to like your thing or like your music or like your product or find out about you. More eyes are on you. And then. Not only are more eyes on you, there comes more responsibility. And then another thing that's scary is that you, have, you may have to move places. You've got to switch up your scenery. Sometimes moving into the light may cause you to have to switch up where you live because where you live may not be conducive to your growth. And, and, and the next point to that is switching up your circle because your circle may not be conducive for your growth either. And so that can be something that's scary. And that could be something that's scary because that frightens us, especially when we're used to our, our circle, our comfort, our tribe, people that we've been with since our day one, our, our day one A1s. And so sometimes your circle may have to switch up. And that's why our light may 
frighten us more than the darkness does, more than remaining the same does. And when I was reading this point, it really brought me into of how we feel when we are in a dark room. You know, you're in the dark and you're laying in the dark and then boom, somebody comes in and switches the light on you. (laughs) And then we all get that feeling, dang, why you turn the lights on? I was up in here chilling, you know? But you know that feeling that your eyes get when your eyes start to become a little uncomfortable at first? <laughs> because there's, there's an adjustment period that your pupil does to adjust to the amount of light that's in the room now. And the same thing happens with us. We may be used to where we are right now. And I, I don't want us to always take it literally as in you're in a dark place and then you eventually move into the light. But sometimes it could just be where you are mentally. Sometimes it could be where you are physically. Sometimes it could be just you moving into the light as in moving into a new opportunity or moving into a new position in life. But that's the thing. Sometimes it is uncomfortable at first, just like your eyes adjusting to the light that you're experiencing now. Whenever somebody switches that light switch on, whenever you get moved into that new place, a new position, a new school, or you start switching your majors because you feel like this is the path that you want to take, You have that adjustment period. But you know that once the lights are on for a certain amount of seconds, your eyes, they don't don't feel strained anymore. They just feel normal because what has happened? Your eyes have adjusted to the amount of light that's in the room now. And the same thing happens for us. We start to adjust to the growth that we have. We start to grow to fit it. And eventually... We become accustomed to it. So what, what once was uncomfortable, scary, or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready for it. Once you finally get into it, you grow into it. You grow to fit it. And our next point is we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous? talented fabulous have y'all ever had those moments especially when you start being presented with new things in life or maybe moving into uncharted territory you can start asking yourself questions like this and we really start to question who we are and we're like who am i to be this great thing and then we start making excuses oh my gosh no 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 i'm not as great as that or I'm not, as, I'm not as brilliant, or no, 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 I'm not as gorgeous as her, or I'm not as talented. But what happens is, is that that negative chatter is what keeps us from feeling like we deserve to be powerful beyond measure. That negative chatter is what keeps us from feeling brilliant, from feeling gorgeous, from feeling talented, from feeling like we're worthy. And it also leads to comparison as well of how can I be like them? I'm I'm not as good as him. I'm not as pretty as her. They come from way more money than me. And we start asking all these questions. How can I be like that? There's no way. And all you got to know is someone else being smart does not take away from your intellect. Someone else being pretty doesn't take away from your beauty. Someone else being talented 
doesn't take away from your gift, you walk in it. And so I'm here to say, actually, who are you not to be? Who are you not to be brilliant? Who are you not to be talented? Who are you not to be gorgeous? Who are you not to be a top researcher? Who are you not to be an effective doctor? Who are you not to be a tech lead? Who are you not to be a great engineer? Who are you not to be a great math whiz? Who are you not to be all these things? You're someone who deserves to be there. And I love that Marianne Williamson said that you are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. Because when you doubt who you are and you put down your talents, you rob the world. You rob the next girl or the next guy who needs exactly what you have to offer. And sometimes it could be something that only you can offer. Nobody else can say it like you. Nobody else can do it like you. Nobody else has the grace like you. And even little old me (laughs) on this podcast, sometimes I ask myself, who even wants to listen to me? I'm not an expert. I failed some classes in college. I did this and I had all these excuses of why, 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 or how can I? How can I be this great thing? But then you realize that it's going to help somebody one day. It's going to help somebody one day. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And I get it. 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 You don't want to be the one, you don't want to be one of those people who boasts about everything that you do and then everybody's feeling like, oh my gosh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this award. You make this this much money. Of course, nobody wants to be that guy. But you also don't have to shrink who you are either. You do not have to shrink who you are either. You don't have to boast, but you don't have to lie and you don't have to shrink who you are. And newsflash, people can feel how powerful you are just by you walking into the room. Sometimes they don't even take all that boasting. Sometimes they don't even take all that listing your accolades and all that. Sometimes people can just feel that on you. Have you ever walked, have you ever been into a room and you've seen somebody walk in and you are just like, this girl or this guy has not said one word. But all I have to say is, my God, who is this person? You can just feel the power upon them, right? And the thing is, is that when you become 100% who you are, you are going to intimidate others who are not there yet. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you are going to intimidate others. But others, but you, but you do have some others that you will inspire. And those are your people. You, you can't really help who gets inspired and who gets intimidated. It's just on them. But believe me, don't shrink who you are because you fear intimidating other people. But just know that there will be someone who is inspired by your presence, by your greatness, by you not shrinking. Because we are all meant to shine as children do. 
We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And what I got to say to this is that when you see yourself comparing you to others saying, well, so-and-so is like that and I can never be that. And no, I want you to know that you can be that too. That nothing is off limits for you. And I'm going to end it with the very last, the very last portion of the poem. And that is, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So, when others see you walking in your calling, it inspires them to do the same. I promise you. When other people see you, even though you're not perfect, believe, believe me, we all know none of us are perfect. All of us are going to make mistakes. All of us, but I promise you, when other people see you walking in your calling, it will inspire them to do the same. And they'll say, well, he did it. She did it. I can do it too. They've seen your journey. Maybe you did have to take the non-conventional route in STEM. Maybe, maybe you did have to, maybe you did drop out of high school and you had to go back and get your D, GED and then you decide to go back to school and then go to college and then go to grad school and then do all of these things. And, and people see that. And maybe you have someone looking up to you and they say well dang if he did it if she did it and it's not to put you down but all it is to say is that it's inspiration that they can do it too if he or she did it so why can't I and at least to let y'all know that shine your light Shine your light. And I love that. I love that the poem ended on. We unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So it's time to be liberated from your fear. It's time to let your presence liberate others by you walking into your calling. Gosh, don't y'all just love this poem? Can can y'all not see why I love this poem? Of just how much it takes us from our deep fear being the fear of being great. When greatness is what we are called to be. (laughs) And then when we walk into our greatness. It unconsciously gives other people permission to walk into their greatness as well. Gosh, don't y'all see why, why this poem is so amazing? Well, I hope you guys love it. Let me know if you did. Follow us on Instagram at MadScientistSC. And you can also follow me, your girl, on Instagram as well, at Marilyn Chanel. This has been another episode of Mad Mondays. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And I'm just so appreciative of you listening, of you taking the time to hear me (laughs) every single week. And yeah, this has been another episode of Mad Mondays. And I cannot wait 
to come to you with another episode next week. Bye. Love you. Get it, get it, get it. I pray that you get it even if I can't get it with you. I pray to God you never let the little things in life distract you from the bigger picture. Everybody in the city to me like a